passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. History is on our side. Swung on and looked to shallow center field. It is a base hit. One run scores, Bernie. Here's Matsui. He scores. Bosetta goes to second. WFAN is the home of Yankees baseball. The fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, coming to you live from Giants Camp. Though they're not on the field yet, but in a few hours they will be. What is up? It's Al, it's Jerry, his name is Al Jacob Dukes, the Eddie Schizzeri. I can't see you, but the hair is still long, the belly is still over the belt, and you're still handsome. Al, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. You are looking... Am I on? I can't you're on. I hear you. Jerry, you sound fantastic. You are looking live at Giants. Do we still call this Giants Stadium? Uh, uh, no, MetLife Stadium. MetLife Stadium. Him. Giants Camp, Quest Diagnostic Center. Giants Camp. Jerry, we've been here. Well, actually, we didn't come here because of the coronavirus. The three right? years. Three years? Yeah, no 20, no 21, so 2019. Three years ago. Three years ago? Three years ago. All right. Well, listen, I'm looking for a little bit of a change because the last few times we came here, Jerry, very positive uh, during camp, and then things fell apart. What time do you have Pat Shermer and Eli Manning on today? Those guys aren't here anymore, Jerry. We kicked them to the what curb. What time is Joe Judge on today? He's gone as well, Jerry. Wow. We've got a new sheriff in town. By the way, I believe all the WFA and shows are here today. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I think, oh, I wasn't aware of I this. I think Tiki and Tierney are here. I think... Uh, oh. I'm here till 11 then. <laughs> I think uh, Carton and Roberts, I Oh, believe. very cool. So it's a big fan day. Yeah, so we, we've got to divide up the guests. You know oh, what okay. I'm saying, Jerry? But I will say. We want them all. I'm going to tell you, we've got the, the top two. So uh, if you're going to. You've got then Dable. Right. I'm going to say no Shane then. Shane who? What? Shane who, Jerry? <laughs> Joe Shane. Joe Shane now. 
So he's not. No, I, I got you. Well, you got Dable, so that's good. Brian Dable will be here. So you got him coming up. I'm going to say then you have either one of two guys. You either have Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley. We have Daniel Jones. Perfect. So uh, this is going to go on probably between 7 and 8.30. We'll, All right. They'll be in there somewhere in the mix. That's there, the guest time. The practices. So you'll have Brian Dable. You'll have Daniel Jones. And we also have Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay, I like it. Very cool. So you got three big-name guests. That's right, Jerry. That's what we do here. Perfect. That's what we what do What are we here. talking about? Football? Football, Jerry. <laughs> but first, we've got the new York Mets. Well, we got a lot going on here. There is a lot going on here. First of all, we kicked the ass of the Braves, Jerry. They were supposed to be the big tough team. We smacked them around with our major uh, pitchers and our non-major pitchers. Are you liking Jacob DeGrom this morning? Well, I mean, yes. you had to have watched yesterday. I did watch yesterday. That's pretty good. But but here's what's interesting about what went on yesterday. First of all, Jacob DeGrom uh, was perfect through uh, five and two-thirds. Yes, per- first 17 batters. Perfect game he had going. Yes. And then he gave up a walk and a home run. They said, you're out of here. Well, that was the thing. Gary even said going to the break, going to the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. He said next inning's got to be the last inning for DeGrom based on what their plan was for him. It was six innings or 75 pitches. Right, and I was uh, I was going back and forth, so I had it on the television. Yeah. Then when I went upstairs to shower, as I did, Jerry, I had it on the, the uh, Odyssey app. Nice. Listening to Howie and uh, who's the other fellow? Wayne Wayne. Randazzo. I was going to say Wayne Hagen. Wow, Wayne Randazzo. Wayne Randazzo. But here was the, the, the thing that did kind of tick me off. Uh, so he's he's throwing the perfect game. We're yes. in the we're in the fifth inning, mm-hmm. and Howie Rose says, you know, uh, well this will this will be his last inning. He goes, uh, and why wouldn't it be? And I'm like, why would? Because he's perfect. Right. That's why it wouldn't be. Yeah. The only point of doing these games is for the fans, Jerry. Agreed. Right. That's the only reason we do it. Agreed. If there are no fans watching and there are no fans attending, and then no one no cares. Fan, then nobody cares. Correct. The fans want. A perfect game. Well, what the fans want is a World Series championship. All right. So this is what they'll tell you. Yeah. To get there, you need him here, and you need him healthy to get there. Yeah. So as they go into the sixth inning, I said to my son, I said, you know, not for nothing. I said, but let's go back to April. Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game and was taken out of the game after, I think, after eight, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. Maybe it was after yeah. seven. Seven or eight was something like that. And I said, he got ripped to shreds. I said, if DeGrom is perfect through six or seven and comes out, he's got to get ripped to shreds, even though I understand why you wouldn't. But he walked the guy and gave a home run. Hold yeah, on. which I was. Done I was, deal. And I, said, but, and I said, Buck Showalter is the happiest man yes. in the stadium right now. I was happy as well. Yeah. I was happy with the walk. Even just the walk was Agreed. good enough for me. Because a no-hitter. I know, not that like, special to you. Although I, <laughs> I definitely would trade in the uh, Johan Santana. Johan's I knew car- no, no, that. I would say I would trade Johan's uh, career ending because of that for the no hitter. Yeah, because that was a, a big hump for the franchise. That was a special moment for the franchise, right? I, and the fans. And we'll remember that. I don't remember how the rest of Johan Santana's career went. Not well. All right. But he got the- <laughs> by the way, he now at his family gatherings, he's like that time I threw the no. You're hitter. right, and he right? even said earlier this year on the broadcast, or yeah. actually at a press conference. When he was honored, he even said he wouldn't change it for the world. Like that was exactly. I was pitching that game. I Correct. wanted to finish that game. And I yes. agree. Be a man. I agree with him. I'm a man. I'm forward. I couldn't agree with you more. Now the Mets pitcher struck out nineteen Braves yesterday. That was pretty cool. 
uh, tied the franchise record. Is that right? They had done it a couple of other times. Yeah, and she had. Um, we just needed one more. Edwin Diaz struck out the side in the ninth. Joely Rodriguez struck out four. That's seven, and Degrom at twelve. Yeah, that's pretty good. I added it right up. Actually, Jerry, I went right to the box score. Yeah. They even total it up in the box score for you. I didn't have to do the math. That is pretty cool at the bottom. I didn't have to take the 12 plus the D. How about the thing that uh, Gary kept mentioning as they were going through the game? This was fa- really was fascinating until the fifth inning or the, maybe it was the sixth thing, where all his sliders were swing and misses. Yes. They were, I think it was 18 straight swing and misses on sliders until I forget who it was had the two foul balls. Yeah, if I was the Braves manager, I'd say to them. Look uh, for the slider. How about this, guys? Lay off a slider. Or look for it. Or just don't swing at one so that one doesn't go. Well, you could do that, too. <laughs> well, but if you, you could still, hello, you could still <laughs> swing at the slider, but hit it. But right, right, foul it off. So. Why is Boomer screaming? Well, he's doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Is that coming out over the radio, Eddie? I would doubt it. These are very good microphones. Oh, these are? So this was a huge day. Mets win 4-5 to five now. You've got something right in front of you. I'm not even sure if you know it. I do know it. What are we going to say? The bet we had. Yes. We're close. So the, the, I forget who was there. The Braves, early on in the season, the Braves went on this incredible tear of winning games. They won, I forget how many, a lot of games in a row. It was officially a lot of games in a row. And uh, I said, you know, as the baseball season goes, you have a lot of wins. You have a lot of losses. The Braves... At some point, and the Yankees at some point will have big losing streaks. We said five-game losing streaks. Well, the, the actual deal was what, it didn't matter which team it happened to, but it had to happen to both teams, mm-hmm. the Braves and the Yankees. One right. of them had to lose at least five in a row. One of them had to lose at least six in a row. Right. So we're right there. So right now the Yankees have dropped five in a Correct. row. Correct. And they play tonight against the Mariners. In, in Seattle. Seattle. So if they could get me to the sixth. You, and now the Braves have lost three straight. Three straight. We're close. Yes. We are close. I didn't look to see who the Braves are playing. but hopefully uh, They're done. off tonight. Oh, man. I did see it. I forget. They're off tonight. They have a game tomorrow. Yeah. And I don't think it's a – I'll check. I don't it think better it's a be a good over. team, Jerry. It might be. Just Google, like it. Um, Google it. I am Googling it because I, I actually looked at this yesterday because of our bet. Yeah. That's the only reason why I looked at it. So Braves schedule, August. That's it. Boston. Winnable. Boston's they, weird. They stink, right, Boston? Uh, yeah, they had – so they started the year horrible. Mm-hmm. Then they bounced back and were playing good baseball, and then they've been terrible again. I don't know – I'm going to be honest with you. Last week in Myrtle Beach with my baseball team, no clue what the hell went on. So I don't know how Boston has played over the last week. Yeah. But I know they were not playing good baseball. And they also break them. They've been, they've been a bad team again. I still uh, during vacation when I have coffee in the morning I look through everything I like to see oh, I'm what, sure. I like to see what's going on. See for me that would be usually what I would do, yeah. but we were up and out at six thirty in the morning and by the time I got back it was to the beach and to the I was. I was watching my Mets highlights, Jerry. I was watching my Yankee highlights. I was uh, watching some of the Mets games because I didn't go anywhere or do anything. Is that really a vacation? Like yes. you feel? Re- I mean, yes, I feel more refreshed because you slept. I slept. I also feel more refreshed because I got so bored. I was like, let's go to work. You were ready to rock. Yeah. See that? For and me, if I actually have fun and do something on vacation, to, I, I want a break. I feel like I need vacation now. Yeah, right. Was a lot of work last right, week. You need, <laughs> right, you need a vacation. <laughs> Had a blast, but it was a lot of work. Yeah. And I also think this, too. So last week, like you, got great sleep. Even even on the mornings, we were up and out at 6.45 to go to the facility. 10 o'clock, sleep. So I slept at least... 
eight hours every night. Some nights, yeah. some nights nine or ten. Yes. So I go to lay down last night. I go back to this nonsense. Five hours and ten minutes. I'm looking at my alarm clock. I'm like, oh my god. That's right. Really, when you go away or when you're off, you yeah. realize how little we actually sleep. Correct. Not good. Now, Jerry, the Mets now have a nice six and a half game lead. Yeah. This is probably no one's catching them at this point. Now. How about this? They have the same record as the Yankees. The the Mets do. Yes. They're both 70 and 39 now. Is that How right? How about that, Yankee fans? 70 and 39, both teams. And the Yankee lead, which was nuts, as we know, it still is, nine and a half single digits. Single digits now. You know who they lead by nine and a half games? They lead the Blue Jays. Good job. That's that is right. Yeah. That's sports right there. That is some sports talk knowledge right that in your sports, face. That is sports right in your face. So six and a half games. Now, we got the Braves again, uh, you know, before the season ends, yes? Yes. They're not done with them, but the games are dwindling now. I mean, that was right. a five-game series they just five played. Five games. We took four or five. I didn't realize, too, listening to Sal. Good to see you woke up, Sal, this morning. That was good. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I didn't realize, listening to him this morning, and he gave the number – the Braves against winning teams have not been good this year. As good as they've been, they've struggled against good teams. And uh, what uh, Howie and what I heard uh, the, the uh, TV fellas say. Ron and Keith. Ron and Keith, that the Mets were hitting the best Braves pitching. Well, yeah. I so mean, that's they, important. And how good. I know this isn't yesterday and it was Saturday, but how about Scherzer? I mean, the dude Love is Max just. Scherzer. He is tremendous. And he, he's the type, too, watching him on Saturday. Because I got home in time to see that. Um, he's just with those crazy eyes. Right. Very crazy eyeballs. He's intense. And you know what I like, too? Was after, and I know he was winning, so there's really no reason to go take the shower and, you know, go console yourself. But I like the fact, right in the dugout, and they were talking about how when he's done with a start, he doesn't want to go sit by himself. He wants to go right to the pitching coach. Jeremy Hefner wants to go right to the other starters. They, all right, what would you see? What can I get better at? This guy's been around for 20 years. And he needs to know what he needs to do to be better. And you saw they showed it on the video. He's in the dugout, and they're talking about I think they're talking baseball. They could be talking about a girl in the third row. I don't know. But exactly what they were t- discussing seemed like was happening right then and there. Yeah, and he's cool. I love that guy in the mound. How could you not? He's got positive energy, Jerry. And and I'm, that, I'm all about positive vibes only. And he was a hated national. Yeah. No more. No more, Jerry. No more. He's my number one starter. I would take him over to Grom. Well, I think you have to just in terms of durability at this yeah. point. I mean, no, uh, even if they were like right now, they both are in good shape, right? Because Degrom looked good. Clearly, Degrom looked as good. good as I've ever seen him yesterday. If I had to win a game tomorrow, I'd take Max Scherzer. No, I wouldn't. I would take Degrom. Really? Yeah, I still would. Oh, take Oh, really? Jerry? Uh, really? Yes, I would take Degrom. Right. I just would. I would take Taiwan Walker, but that's just me. <laughs> well, you would take Taiwan Walker pre All Star break. Yes. Post-All-Star break, Taiwan Walker mm, has not been great. Yeah, he's ticking me off, Jerry. Now, I didn't see that the other day because that was, was that was a third Friday, fourth Friday game. I Friday. forget. So we were still away, and the alerts are coming in. And I don't know we were by the pool or wherever we were. And all of a sudden, one of the dads say, oh, this is Taiwan Walker. you got to be kidding me. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, they're getting killed. I'm like, the game just started. Yeah. It was they like- said, yeah, he's getting killed. It was like eight one or eight. Yeah, or so he had one of those miserable starts, and you just hope. I don't know. He's. I, I don't think he's injured, but there was. They were talking about his hamstring. I don't know. Well, what happened was the on one of his pitches, his uh, cleat got caught. 
Okay. And he just, instead of pitching it, spiked it right into the ground. Ah. And that was, like, right at the start. Yeah. So then after that, they just said he never uh, got right. Never felt good, Jerry. Never felt good. By the way, I did that, too, the other day. You got a, st- a spike stuck well, in the turf? Well, no, no, no. I spiked the ball. Oh, okay. I had to do the home run derby for my son. I had a pitch. Nerve-wracking. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I know. I would think it's very nerve-wracking. people everywhere. <laughs> you got to throw perfect pitches. <laughs> they announce him to come out. They say, you've got one minute. Now, we practiced this, so I knew what one minute was. And there's a big clock, too. But they wouldn't let me throw until the ball landed. So you really have maybe a max of, like, 15 or 16 tosses. So I go out there to warm up. First one's a little high. Second one's a little high. Third one, I spike right into the ground. <laughs> Did and your kid look at you like, what are we doing He here? was No, he was warming up with his swings, but my son Matthew was videoing. And all you hear under his breath as he's videoing, he goes, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Joseph gets up there, first pitch high, second pitch high. I'm like, all right, I got to throw a strike. Yes. And then I finally, I found my little groove. But the first few, I got to tell you, I started sweating. Yes, I could see that. I'm, yeah, I'm only 35 feet from him. And what's usually very easy for me, all of a sudden the ball's releasing a little bit high, a little bit out, and this poor kid's like, dude, can you throw me a strike? The time's ticking away. That's why it's very nerve-wracking it, for those guys that do it in the MLB uh, the home run derby. I give them a lot of credit. Yeah. I was thinking, and a no joke, I thought about you when I was out there talking about doing it in front of the crowd. Yeah, I would not have been able. And being able to perform. Right. I'd have been hitting you. Not son. easy. I'd have been hitting him with pitches. Let's take a break. I did not hit him with a pitch. No, okay, that's good. All right, we'll take a quick break. we got to do the Yankees. We've got more to do. It's Alex Jerry. We've got uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on the fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm a little naughty by nature. How about that? Pull that one right out. That is a good one. Uh, Alan Jerry till six. We got Boomer and Geo Giants Camp 2022 as we are broadcasting live in front of the Quest Diagnostic Training Center. Yankees, not good. I know you were out there uh, real quick, Jerry. I know you were out there uh, last week as I was, but uh, did you see Joe Beningo's coming back? I did. I did. It was so funny to see like the speculation. They're like, how's that going to work as a three man team in the afternoon? You dummies. He's doing, he's a, doing a spot a week, right? He, well, he's doing a Saturday show with Evan. Awesome. For the football season. Great. And then he's calling in Mondays to Tiki and Tierney. To talk Jets football. To complain about the Jets. Great. Love Joe. Well, people made it seem like how, it was just so funny on Twitter how people well, What do they media. think he was coming back and like going to slot right in and be part of the show <laughs> Correct. every day? Oh, that's okay. what everyone thought Yeah, in the beginning. No, th- when I saw it, that's exactly what I thought might be. the. I didn't realize the Saturday thing with Evan. But I figured some sort of jet connection, football connection, something like that. I still don't understand these hosts that work full time like Evan and want and do a Saturday show. What do you, what are we doing? I I'll tell you why. Take a break. I would, no, I would tell you this. This would be my yes. You could take a break for sure, hundred percent. I would think it's the way that a radio station or a company gets a little bit more out of their employees. One, two, when you do a show with somebody. I think it's refreshing to have those two or three hours by yourself to do what you want, when you want to do it, talk to who you want. Absolutely. Yes. But now he's doing it with Joe. Yes. Who is he partners with for how many years? 10, 12, 13 years? Exactly. Maybe longer. I don't even know. So they're very comfortable with one another. Mm-hmm. But that, that would be the answer to your question. Okay. I would say. Why you want to work that. And keep in mind, too, what work? Well, you still have to, like, for a full-time host yeah. like Evan, you still then have to come into the city. No, he doesn't. He does it from home? Correct. Oh. Saturdays, he does from home. I see. I see which what is, we're doing there. Which is easy. I guess. So, But that, I, that would be the answer. Hodger and, uh, and hemorrhoids. Yes. Well, that's the answer I, right You are there. getting older. I hope you're okay. Then this was something that I, I was watching the Met game on Friday night. Yeah. This is something interesting SNY did, and I don't know if they're looking to do more of this kind of fun stuff to make the broadcast more fun. Don't. Don't screw up the broadcast. The SNY broadcast is tremendous. I was very confused by this, though. So Alonzo gets hit Friday night yes. for the millionth time this season. and. As they always do now when any Met gets hit, they go right to Buck Showalter's face, yep. right? Because he always just has that. He's spitting out things. He's spitting out uh, shells. Yeah. He's just got to look. And they made his face fiery red. They turned the screen really? a red. And I was like, what is this? What are they doing? Like, I didn't know what they were Someone's doing. Someone was being hilarious. Someone was being hilarious. I didn't see this. So, like, they had it ready to go. Like, you know there was a meeting. Listen. They're going to get hit again. When they get hit, we go to Buck. We put the uh, uh, the filter over where it looks like he's <laughs> steaming mad. Was it? Did you laugh at it? Oh, I was confused by it at okay. first because I was like, why is my screen red? I, oh. th- I thought something was happening with the broadcast. So it wasn't just his face. It was the screen turned red. Yeah, it was the screen turned red. Okay. And he looked ticked. Which he was. Which I know is not easy to do live to right. know, like, we've got a ticked off look and here we go. Yeah. But that's what they did. And then only afterwards did I realize it was part of their gimmick when I saw, like, a blog post. Well, I guess if it happens again and Alonzo gets hit again, which he will at right. some point, we'll see if they found it hilarious and go good reaction and do it again. Then I have a question for you, Jerry. All right, Al. About baseball celebrations. And yes. this involves the Mets as well. All right. So they got that new fat guy from the Pirates. Yes. What is Vogelback. his name? Vogelback. Vogelback. Who went first 
He went first to home yesterday he on did. that double, and he was chugging along. Oh, Jerry, I was praying that we were back in the time when you could have collisions with the catcher because I he wanted would to kill the catcher. I wanted to see that guy just. I mean, Darno was already Darno out of the yeah. He was already yeah. hurt from the day before, and you had uh, Contreras back there. He might have killed him. He might have just run him right over. Like Jerry. a freight train coming at you. Tire tracks on yeah. him. But anyway, he's a new Met. He just got to the Mets. Yes, right? he just gets to the Mets. Uh, Pete Alonso's been on the Mets, Jerry. You know that Pete Alonso and Vogelback already have a celebratory home Pretty run. Bye. A celebratory home run, interesting handshake. Nice. But when do they work this out? Yeah, because they have no time. No, but I'm saying someone has to approach someone the other. Someone in the clubhouse. But they have to I go to That's Alonso. Alonso goes to Vogelback. Hey, man, I would love to have a personal handshake with you. Might what? Have, that mean, actually it, might be the way he says it, too. <laughs> He's such a goofball. Uh, hey, bro, I know you just got to the Mets, but we do personal handshakes. Yeah, I could see it. So I was thinking about the, like He does <laughs> one. He does the five, then he shakes his head. It, it was just so weird, but it's like, these guys have to sit down. And then you have to remember which one is which in the heat of the moment. Yeah, how about that? Who do you have the chest bump with? Who do you have the... Yes. I like that Vogelback guy. Well, you never hit any home runs in Little League, so this well, was had, never a discussion for no. you. No. In fact, I had the one year I had no hits. No, no hits. Correct, as yeah. As well, so I had no hand. Uh, occasionally, a good walk, I'd get a hand. A good like walk. A, and you'd ground out to the shortstop. Oh, yeah. And sometimes move a runner over. But no hits for like a full season. Full season. What was a full uh, season back then? 14 games? Uh, that, you know, I don't even have any idea. I would say prior around, uh, rec baseball back in the 80s was little, probably 14 games. The Little Fellows League of Colonia? Yeah. All right. So if you had three at-bats, or did you bat last because you were terrible? No, I batted first because I would walk a lot. So you batted Lead first. Off, so you got the most at-bats on that team right. and had the fewest hits, zero. <laughs> so if you have 14 games, probably at least three at-bats a game. Yeah. Although some at-bats didn't count because you walked. So let's say on average two you were over twenty eight. Yeah, that sucks. Listen, and that happens to major league baseball players as well. Going over twenty eight, it does happen. It happens. Oh, you're right. Francisco Lindor, I think, before he's been on this, I don't want to call it a hot streak, but a really solid streak, which he's been. He's got his average up to near two seventy now, and he's been great. I think prior to that, I think he went for, I want to say like a one for thirty stretch or yeah. something crazy. So you're right. You got hundred percent. You go over twenty eight. Now Joey Gallo's over the season. <laughs> Now, your New York Yankees, Jerry. Yeah. This was an interesting series with the Cardinals because you had a couple of uh, cool things. You had uh, Matt Carpenter going back, who I thought everyone was going to be. They were like, was this guy like this big of a hero in St. Louis? Matt Carpenter was really good there, yes. They love that guy. The catcher, who I forget. Yadier Molina. Yeah. Was almost (laughs) tearing up. Well, they played together a long time. When he came to bat. Yeah. That's That's his guy. But they lost that one 4-3. Yeah. Although Matt Carpenter had two hits. Yeah. That was nice. How about Jordan Montgomery putting him in their place? That was awesome. Then Saturday, the Yankees have to flee face Jordan Montgomery. The Yankees get no runs. Well, it's a, it's a normal Montgomery start. Montgomery's on the mound. The Yankees don't score. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cardinals barely scored for him. He's got to be thinking, can someone put up a five spot for me somewhere? Help please out. But he did, yeah. He won the game one nothing. How about that? So they lose four three Friday night. They lose one nothing uh, Saturday. Yeah. Then yesterday, Montas has a four one lead. Montas, and then it's gone. What's this guy's name? Frankie, Frankie Montas? Montas. Yeah. Where we? Where did he come from? Oakland. All oh, right. Just and came ha- from Oakland. And how'd that go? It didn't go well. No, it didn't. 
He gave up a six runs. And then Efros gave up a home run. It was a nice little back and forth, though. Like, every time I kept checking the score, yes. it was like 8-9. It was one of my favorite. I love a eight, high score. 8-9? Nine. 9-8. Nine, Thank you. And it was a, <laughs> a nice back and forth. Then the Yankees lost, so they get swept. Yeah. And they've lost five in a row. Five straight? Someone, That's not good. Someone wrote me. I guess it's true. <laughs> someone wrote me that the— Was it uh, Elias? It was not the Elias Sports oh. Bureau. But just that, you know, Joey Gallo's here, they win. Joey Gallo goes to L.A., they lose. Is that a coincidence, I Jerry? would say that's a huge coincidence. That's what you have to ask that's yourself. One of those, uh, that's one of those oddities. Is it a coincidence or not? I mean, the clubhouse is torn up now. <laughs> Joey Gallo kept He was the glue. He was the glue. A lot of times you keep a guy around. Even if he's not performing on the field, Jerry, because he's the glue of the clubhouse. Yeah, I'm not so sure that's the case, but yes. Now, I guess there was a situation wherein Aaron Judge uh, fouled the ball Aaron off a, uh, a pizza guy's head. Yeah. You aware of this, Jerry? Uh, uh, no, I saw it on the show. There's a 68-year-old man named Paulie G. He is a uh, pizza owner. In, he was in uh, The Sopranos, Paulie uh, G. <laughs> he's a pizza shop owner in Brooklyn, Jerry. Yeah. He took an Aaron Judge foul ball off of his forehead. Oof. 68-year-old man. He was bleeding. Damn. And... Uh, I guess he wants his 15 minutes of fame. It's not good enough that he got a line drive off the head. He now has been bugging the Yankees to get the— So would you. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be out of, the, uh, out of the stadium before you were sending emails and text messages and posting on Twitter. Well, what are you going to do for me? You would, too. Aaron Judge just hit a line drive off my forehead. Now he owes me a signed ball. <laughs> That's the least he can do. So I guess uh, Aaron Judge is going to sign this fellow's uh, ball. Of course he's going got to. got bou- bounced off his forehead. Listen, he's going to be a former Yankee soon. Better get it while you can. At least the fans gave him the ball that got, got uh, lined off his forehead. Because there's no way he caught it after it got lined really good off his forehead. Deflected straight up into the air. <laughs> he got his wits and made the catch. <laughs> he shook it off. <laughs> made the catch. Do you remember at City Field when the poor usher... Got hit up by on the top of the head with the foul ball. Yes, and they had a he was turned out to be okay, but you're watching it live. It's like that dude just took it off the like top of the head, straight off the top of the head, and bounced high. Oh God! <laughs> if God. a guy Jerry, if you would have caught a foul ball that it was a line drive off a 68 year old's forehead, you'd give him the ball, right? Uh, yes, you would. There, one of my kids on uh, not one of my kids, but one of the kids on my team last week. And I, I wish I had this on video because it was unbelievable. So at Ripken, they've got bullpens, if you will, down the line on the other side of the fence. And the fence, it's like probably a six-foot fence, I would say. But he's up, this kid, Cole Bellantoni, he's up on the mound warming up. And he's facing towards home plate, again, down the left field line on the third base side. And he's warming up, and in between pitches, a kid on the other team hits a screaming line drive right at him. And it happens so quickly. So he throws the warm-up pitch. Pitch happens right after his. Line drive comes at him. He sees it, puts his glove up, just catches and tosses it back. If he wasn't paying attention, he would have taken it in the face. And he did it so nonchalant. I wish I had that on video. Casual. And they didn't give him the ball. Well, it's a little league He should have had the ball. It's a cow, but it's a Ripken ball. Should have had the ball. I did also see that guy who uh, is on Twitter as Super 70 Sports. Yes, we love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's got always great stuff. He had a, a still photo. It was like a this day in history. It was Jim Rice from the Red Sox. He t- took a kid out of the stands who got hit with a line drive, a little kid. He cradled him in his arm. Jerry got the kid to the emergency people, and that kid uh, uh, claims Jim Rice saved his life. Yeah, maybe he did. That kid is now. 
Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So he has his own story, Jerry. <laughs> Not Aaron Judge. Is Not it? Aaron Judge. But where is that kid today? I don't know. Maybe you know who I'd love to find? Bartman. Where is he? How is that guy? He's hiding. He's been hiding. How is he hiding? He's got to go out know. for groceries. He's got to go to work. No, you don't. No, you don't anymore. You got uh, apps that can do that. I imagine he still walks around with those old headphones on. Didn't he? Is, no. Didn't that's Chernoff? <laughs> <laughs> Chernoff and Bartman are the only two. <laughs> They're the same person. There's... Didn't they? Didn't ESPN do a thirty for thirty yeah. on him? Not a sh- like two three years ago. Yeah. How okay. he's pretty much gone into hiding. Yeah, doesn't want to be bothered. But it's it's very weird in today's world. It's very hard to be in hiding. You're right. And yet he's done it very well. Yeah. Doesn't want to be found. Oh, I'd love an exclusive. And the, and the Cubs have won. I know. And they invite him back. And he he's doesn't not want interested. to go back. I don't blame him. All right, we got to take a break. Not 25 interested. in front of six. We're that close to the Boomer and Geo show as we come to you live from Giants Camp right here on the Fan. I'll go away. All right, 543, welcome back to Warm-Up Show Till 6. We've got a big, busy Boomer and Geo program coming to you then live from Giants Camp. First time in three years back. Kind of cool. It is uh, cool, Jerry. It's different. It's almost like it's like uh, riding a bike. Here we are again. We're back. Uh, back. Brian Dable will be by later, Yes, Eli Manning. No, he's uh, uh, no longer with the Giants. I guess he's probably still floating around that office. You might find him. Jeremy Shockey. No, Jerry, he's also gone. Tiki. uh, Tiki will be here, but as a host (laughs) later on. Uh, Daniel Jones will come by. Yes. And Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, Too bad. Who do you think is the biggest fella out of those three, Jerry? Uh, Brian Dable. (laughs) You think he's bigger than Kayvon Thibodeau? I think he's a huge what? guy i think i think he's i think dable's a big guy you do thick thick yes yeah, strong All remember right. his walk remember when they uh when he got the job and they did the video of him getting oh, yeah. out of the truck walking in slow motion yeah. that's a big dude right there he's a bald guy yes Fellow you love a good bald guy. guy i always like to ask bald guys what they shave their head with i saw brandon tierney sliced his head the other day and he was bleeding all over the place shaving yes Shaving his head. See, that's the thing. You, you do it a lot. You think you are good at it. You and then you take your eye off. Can't take things yes. for granted. This is what happens in baseball, Jerry. This is what happens in football. That's right. You think you're an expert at something, and then you take your eye off the ball. You slice your bald head. Head down and grind do you at see, all times. Jerry, did you see what happened with the Tampa Rays pitching coach Kyle? No. Kyle Snyder. No, First I barely all, know what the Mets did. Well, this Kyle Snyder, Jerry, he's a, a pitching coach who's in shape. You know, he's one of these in-shape guys. He's not a, a large... How old is this guy, would you say? Uh, 40s. Okay. He's not one of these uh, very heavy-set uh, coaches. Would he be comparable to Hefner? Hefner who, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Here's Jeremy Hefner, the Mets pitching coach. He just finished playing a couple yes. years ago. Yes, I would Like say in that. shape? Yeah. Okay, all right, gotcha. Not like the Mets third base coach. That guy's heavy. Uh, Cora. First base coach is heavy then. I don't know who that is. Oh, Wayne Kirby. That's a big guy. He's a big guy. All right, so you're You're right. The the third base coach has to be able to run down the line. Of course. Wave his arms. Let's go. go, go. All right, so you're comparable in in, in size and shape shape. to Hefner. An in-shape kind of guy. He uh, pulled a uh, calf muscle walking to the mound. (laughs) Come on. 
so much so, Jerry, he couldn't complete his mound visit. For real? Yeah. He had to turn around and go back, wow. and the manager had to go. Just from walking. Just from walking. See, you never know when something's going to pop. It's, Jerry, they say when it's your time, it's your time. Well, it's your time because it was worn and it was ready to go. His, uh, his calf muscle? Yeah. I popped. popped. That popped on me once. When I was going back to do a, when I was back in the day when I was actually exercising like a uh, fit person as yeah. opposed to the fat bastard I've become now, when I stepped back to do a kick, it popped and I, I buckled. And that's it. Yeah, and you heard it too. Right. And it, it hurt. snaps, Jerry. But not walking. It went like this. That was like good physical activity. Yeah, no, this was walking. Um, do you have a calf muscle? Or I do. Just bone? No, I do have a calf muscle. I, I, you do? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're, you've become a shell of what you were. My legs are very thin. I also have weird on my legs patches where hair don't grow. <laughs> my shins have no hair. Okay. You wear socks? I do wear socks. Is that where the hair is no. not growing? No, no, no. Hmm, that's that used odd. to be my theory. I used to think guys that were bald wore too many hats. Everybody do the Bobby approved diet. <laughs> hair gone. <laughs> <laughs> Women, you'll never have to shave your legs again. <laughs> right. Jerry, another football related news since uh, we are here at Giants Camp today. I did see over the weekend that Pete Carroll said Geno Smith is the leading QB. What do you want him to say? Boy, I just... I think they're hoping to be terrible so they get a quarterback next year in the draft. But the NFL season is a long season. Yes, it is. And when you don't have a quarterback... Yes. There are franchises that have gone decades, forget seasons... Without right. the quarterback. But just think Pete Carroll had Russell Wilson, yeah. right? He had uh, And enjoyed the, great success. He had the Legion of Boom. You gotta have something. You right. either have to have a very, very dominant. Now he's got no defense. quarterback, no defense. <laughs> Other than that, it's gonna be a great season in Seattle. <laughs> he's gonna have the twelfth man, it's gonna be the eighth man, because they're not gonna show up this year. They're not gonna show up uh-uh, this year. Not if they're bad. Not if they're so bad. Gino, there's never I don't think there's ever been a time like a uh, Geno Smith's been in the league now a long time. Yeah, sure. Where a guy who's been a backup for years and years and years all of a sudden has a breakout season it just doesn't happen um you can't well i mean how about all right hold on how about the success i'm not saying he wasn't good prior but how about the success vinnie testaverde had later in his career vinnie testaverde with the jets right it was supposed to be before he got hurt i mean he had a monster year with the jets i'm gonna give you that one jerry um who's the guy in uh in oakland Took him to the Super Bowl. What the hell's his name? Jim Plunkett. No. Yes, but no. Uh, Rich Gannon. How about the success he All had right. late in his career? How about your guy, Gary Hogeboom? No, I'm just kidding. How about uh, Brad Johnson? <laughs> right. So it does happen. All right. I don't You've think it happens me. often, but it does happen. It has happened. Yes. Now, I don't know if it's going to happen. When did you do uh, Gino? When you do when did Gino, you do the song? Dana, when he was a jet starter. No, I know. What years were I don't know. I have say? no idea when that it's was. got to be 10 years ago, right? No, 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 no. No? No. I think uh, Geno Smith was around in like uh, 2016, 2017. Is that all it is? Yeah, I think so. Really? I do think so, yeah. It? How many quarterbacks have the Jets had since a lot Geno of, Smith? But hold a on. A lot of quarterbacks. But Geno was with the Giants after right. the Jets. After the Jets. And that whole crap happened in what? 17. 17? Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe I you're don't right. Know. Yeah, timestamp, guys, is uh, 2017. For wow. The How about that? Look at you. How about that? How about that? How about that? I did see, uh, you know what I don't like, Jerry? A kid reporter. Like, I, when they have, like, little kids going around asking questions. Well, at the Super Bowl, it's cute sometimes. I guess. Because that week is fine for yeah. it. Yeah. But why the, why uh, the NBC Nightly News sent a kid reporter to go talk to Bill Belichick? Bad 
that's just a bad scene, Jerry. The little child asked the Bill Belichick about fantasy football. Okay. And Bill Belichick says, fantasy football means nothing to me. Yeah, he said get that. Out. He's also he didn't say get out. Get out. He did not say get he out. He said get out. He didn't say get the snot nose kid. kid out of here. No, he didn't say that. He said, "Where is my security? Get no, this little that, punk no. kid." That's clear. Out of here. There's no way that that's not cleared with Bill Belichick. That he doesn't the, care for fantasy football. No, that he knows the kid's going to be there. He, There's no chance he doesn't know that. He know he know well aware that that's going to be there. Oh, okay. So so uh, like the uh, public relations person for yes. the Patriots said, "Listen, we got some snot-nosed punk kid coming. I don't know how he says it, but yes, he's giving a heads up. <laughs> NBC Nightly News thinks they're being hilarious, and they're going to send a child reporter to ask you stupid questions. But here's the thing about the fantasy football question. Yeah. Belichick, if I remember correctly, is on record numerous times yeah. saying how much he has no use for fantasy football. He can't all of a sudden, because it's a kid reporter, yeah. then give you this great answer. He's got to stay consistent. I think the kid reporter did preface it, Jerry, by saying, we know you don't like it, but it's very popular amongst my age group. And right. We're, we're getting interested in football. Have you changed your tune? No. Is that the question, or did you make that up? Jerry, it's not a direct <laughs> Is it a direct quote? No. Okay. You paraphrased. Paraphrasing Or it? made it up. We're not sure. No, no. I did paraphrase because I did read the full article on okay. this one. I've been doing that a lot lately. Reading. <laughs> going going deeper, Jerry, than just the headline. He's gone to the third paragraph, yes. everybody. Look at you. Because the first paragraph a lot of times doesn't get to the meat. By the third. I'll read to the third. Yeah, and I then, think that's fair, by the way. Then a lot of times when you get to the fourth paragraph, it gets to the background as if you hadn't been following the story. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, you've, you've, you've graduated into reading. Yeah, I'm I now like reading that. some. This is, this is your vacation. And I realize why I don't read as many articles as I should. All the pop-ups that come up on when you're trying to read something yeah, on the Internet. I agree. It's annoying. So I go to the New York Post. I'm like, oh, okay. This is, seems like a great story. Bill Belichick told the snot-nosed kid from NBC News to take a hike. Let me read this. I click on it. First yep. it pops up, but do you want to give us your email? No. No, I, no, I don't. I miss the newspaper. I really oh. do miss the newspaper. Then it's like, do you want a New York Post Plus? No, I don't. I know. Then it's like, do you know Samsung has these terrific phones? I, get me to the I just want to read it. Or you could pay for it. You could subscribe, and then all that stuff goes away. I and hope not so. Be a Does it all go away? Yeah, Boomer's got the New York all Post right. app. Much I, different. I, right, because I don't mind when... Uh, if you If I'm... You're right. If I'm getting something for free, I got to give something. Correct. You give, you get. Give and take. If I want none of those annoyances, then I pay. And to get us, you have to hear this. So we're going to take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Giants camp right now. We get you to Boomer with an Odyssey Sportsman. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, not a lot of time left. We'd like to thank Amy for that Odyssey Sports Minute. Uh, what's up? What else you got, Al? Jerry, you got Mets Reds tonight. The Mets got to keep this ball rolling. Keep this. This is the city field, too. Part this of this is, big, long homestand. Yeah, this is at city field. You want to go? I do not want to go, but I will have this on TV, Jerry. I'm, I'm for back at least in, three baby. innings. I'm back, baby. Right. Well, I mean, back for I'm you back is a to, loose term. Well, I'm back to nightly, you know, uh, actually watching the games instead of just the highlights, right. Jerry. Like I'm in, well, the first three innings. I'm locked. Right. When it counts. Right. The starters are in there. When was the last time you, did you watch a full game this weekend? Yeah, I, I watched multiple full games. You did? Yeah. Look at you. I did. I watched Friday night a full game. Wow. I watched one of the Saturdays full game. 
Another uh, doubleheader sweep on the road. You're getting WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.